Uh, when I was a child in South Yorkshire, in a place called Gothorpe, halfway between Doncaster and Barnsley, I used to go every Saturday to the cinema there to see this marvellous Flash Gordon. I, with Buster Crabbe's Flash Gordon in black and white. Oh, it's amazing. And uh, we, we'd enact every episode. And then I would, after the episode had finished, we'd, we'd come out of the cinema down to the railway embankments because it was in the late 1940s, and I would always play Voltan. Uh, I'd, uh, they'd all play different parts, all my gang, and I always played Voltan, the Flying Hawkman. I never realised that one day I would actually play the part, which is miraculous. It's a dream come true. I, 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 I love this opening session. Uh, and I've always been a big fan uh, of, uh, of of the guy playing Ming the Merciless, Max von Sydow. Uh, and of course his sidekick is Clytus, which was, was the wonderful uh, Peter Wingard. But Max von Sydow was a big star at the time in all the Bergman films, The Seventh Seal and films like that. So I always wanted to work with him. He was worried about his part slightly, didn't know what to do. Uh, and, and I said, well, use your hands, uh, which he does. I said, Ming the Merciless is lecherous, he's evil. And I saw you in the Quilla Memorandum using your hands a great deal, cracking your fingers. And so consequently, uh, he uses his hands. It's the key to his character of, uh, of Ming the Merciless. I love this opening. I love this comic strip. I just think this is a great film because it, it, it's got a 1930s appeal to it. Uh, and, and, and I think that that is the whole style of the film and that's what makes it a classic. And I can't go anywhere in Britain without people asking me to shout, Gordon's alive. Uh, I mean, I just have to say to all the Gordon's alive! And everyone cheers. It, and it's it really has become a cult movie. Uh, and look at this opening session. Uh, the, the, all these sequences, Timothy Dalton, wonderful as Prince Baron, uh, and Topple Marvelous, there as Zarkov. One, Melody Anderson, wonderful. All this stuff is sensational. What a build-up for my character, volcanic eruption. <laughs> Which is wonderful. <laughs> Brian Blessed, you couldn't, as Prince Voltan, a dream come true, volcanic eruption. Peter Wingard was simply sensational in the 60s, a great big star. Uh, just marvellous, marvellous. Look at that cast there, John Osborne, the playwright Richard O'Brien, who's become a legend, John Hallam, all those wonderful stuff. What marvellous costumes they had. And, and Bernard Williams is always so cheerful, and Gil, a master, master of photography. And look at that Malcolm Cook film editor. I mean, you couldn't wish for a more wonderful team. Look at that terrific kind of landscapes. I went to the studios one day to be interviewed for the part with Gino Laurentiis. And I thought I wouldn't get it because so many Americans wanted the part of Voltan. And there was a painting on the wall of Brian Blessed. And I said, well, you've cast me already. And Gino Laurentiis said, no, we have not yet, Brian Blessed. But that's me. That's me. Oh, look, and the music, eh? I mean, what a terrific job. What magical, strange music. And terrific by sample there. The, uh, the script is so sensational. Uh, what an extraordinary character, Dean Laurentiis is. And director Mike Hodges, I think, just great stuff. Great directing. 
great director. Look at that beginning. Wonderful. What marvellous titles, what marvellous beginning, what purity. It's very hard to cast Flash Gordon. I mean, you, you know, because Flash Gordon has to walk onto in, into any scene and be pure. Any shot you take of Sam Jones, the wonderful Sam Jones, as Flash Gordon, and he looks heroic, he looks pure. That's very hard to cover. I mean, you could get a marvellous actor like Tom Cruise, a sensational actor. I'm a big fan of Tom Cruise. But I promise you, you could put him in certain camera angles and he can look sinister. But with Sam Jones, he looks pure and marvellous from any angle. Melody Anderson is absolutely spot on, I feel, as Dale. Again, very hard to cast. I mean, I, 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 I pride myself on being, I feel, the definitive Voltan. <laughs> Modesty is my name. But I do feel you can cast, you can find several Voltans. You can even find several Mings. But it's very difficult to find a Dale. And nigh impossible, that's Robbie Coltrane. That was Robbie Coltrane closing that door. It's nigh impossible to cast Flash Gordon. He has to look pure from every angle. In that particular scene before this started, I tried before this plane sequence to persuade Dino Laurentiis uh, to employ Buster Crabbe, who played Flash Gordon in the late 1940s, marvelously, to be his father. But he wouldn't wear it. He didn't want to kind of relate to the past. This is a great sequence in its utter simplicity. I, just, I, I, I love this. You know, I used to... Um, I, I, and I love this and all the laughter and Ming the Merciless. All those wonderful lines of his, Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything have you got for me today? And look at him again. From any angle you see, Sam looks pure. You would trust it. That is a man of complete trust, truth, and honesty. That's just a great, great sequence. Would you do us a favor, leave them alone? They're busy driving the bus. It's just a little turbulence. We'll be through it in a minute. Melody was always great fun. I had a laughing all the way through the film. Uh, a, a great, great sense of humor. And, uh, but yet, an incredible professional actress. Both of them very, very, very professional. Scenes like this are very difficult to do because they have to have it such a simplicity. And the pair of them, look at that, look at that shot. Look at her. That is pure simplicity and purity at its best. There isn't a line on the face. They're kind of both incandescent. Two terrific performances. It's right. Honestly, it's nothing. Famous last words. I admire them both. I don't think we'll ever. I don't think we'll ever better this. Look at the way it suddenly clouds. I love that. Marvelous. Marvelous. Tremendous. Wonderful. They used aquariums for that kind of shot. Don't want to spoil it for you too much. They used aquariums. Injected them. Come to this wonderfully bizarre, ridiculous scene. <laughs>
Look at this guy playing Munson. <laughs> it's William. It's William Hootkins. <laughs> he is a hoot. <laughs> but, but again, it it has this wonderful feeling of the 1930s. It's lovely that you get Zarkov asleep, topple a Zarkov. A, a difficult part, because he has to be bizarre, but have gravitas. But you feel when he's asleep that he has been exhausted by all his experiments, his achievement of having this rocket, this idea that he's, he knows that there's an enemy out there. He knows that the Earth is under threat, the outcast, the unconventional scientist. I'd often rather fancied playing that part, but uh, Topol, I think, plays it. To perfection. I wouldn't have played any other part but Voltan in this. That's no mistake. It's an attack. All the time. The most important thing is you're telling the story that there is great energy. The script has energy. The feeling of threat. We've established Flash. Now we must establish the scientist. And the panicky assistant who can't go along with him. Time for us to go, Monson. Go where? Oh, I've got the coordinates now, the direction it's coming from. This is what we've been waiting for, Monson. We'll go up and counterattack them. It almost reminds me of Frankenstein slightly, or this the laboratory. And look at that marvellous, simple, impressive rocket. I love it now that he has now located. Zarkov has located the source. Has located where the Earth is being threatened from. Why are you running away? I don't understand. All the frequencies are dead. Yeah, will you get a look at the VOR? Holy cow! I love holy cow! Jump 10 o'clock! It's terrific stuff, this. Look at this. Whoa. Hold on tight. Let's go baby down. Right here. And they're gone. Plucked out by Ming. Absolutely terrific sequence there where Ming pulls them out. Sam was always terrific at action, and making action so real. I mean, all the panic of flying is in this sequence, and you really do feel they're going to die. A sequence like this as a child would have me on the edge of my seat. Buster Crab in the early ones of Flash Gordon had similar scenes. I mean, they really are going to their death. Love the sound of the aeroplane coming down like a Spitfire crashing. I swear, Monson, I'll shoot! Get shot or go up in that thing? What's the difference? This way you'll be giving your life to save the Earth. Haven't you any spirit at all? No! 
<laughs> and off he goes to his death. <laughs> He's actually killed by... Munson gets killed by the hero. <laughs> You all right? Oh, I'm, I'm terrific. Come on. Let's get Straight out of here. away, the relationship between Flash and Dale here, the sexuality, the acceptance of it, the deep attraction, an instant love for each other. You know, it, it, it is, in the purest sense, love at first sight. Does it exist? It certainly does. I'm fine. That's it. No more flying for me. Sam's about six foot three, by the Good way. Good morning! Are you injured? The Lord knows why, but it seems not. A miracle. I expect you'd like to use my phone. Thanks, I would. Well, it's right in there. Listen, we've wrecked your place. I'm sure the insurance will oh, cover please it. please don't mention it. She recognizes him straight start? away. She knows who she is. And she's deeply suspicious. Sure? There was nothing about She's very deeply suspicious of him. Well, the phone is right in there. A bizarre man in something like Kew Gardens Sorry. with a rocket. Extraordinarily bizarre and pu very peculiar. Flash. I'm sure that's Dr. Hansarkov. Who? He's a crazy scientist. I saw him on TV and he kept talking about an attack on the Earth. They kicked him out of NASA. Dr. Zarkov. Enough. Are you crazy? Unfortunately not. The attack has begun. I estimate we have 11 days before our moon crashes down and destroys us. I need aid in taking off. Taking off? But where? Up there, where it's coming from. I need one person to keep a foot on that red pedal during blast-off. You are the lighter. Sit down. You may leave. Tell the world what Hans Zarkov has done. Well, I guess I'll be running along now. You lunatic! Wonderful stuff. Wonderful cut. And they're on their way. That's a fantastic shot. With all of the kind of meteorites all raining down. Keep a foot on that red pedal or the chief forces will kill us all. Quite recently, I, I, I finished cosmonaut training in Space City, believe it or not with a view to going to the International Space Station. So I went through these kind of G-forces in Moscow. So ever since I went to Everest, they want to put me in space. And the G-forces, I went to 12 and a half Gs. They are being so really exposed to similar G-force. And that's, that's how you look and feel. Friendship. Built this to send in friendship. I th love that, that. That's built for friendship. In spite of all his bizarreness, 
Zarkov has a purity, he wants to go into space and save the Earth, and the rocket is in friendship. The rocket is friendship. This, the music. And how romantic is that and heroic. Look at that, what a romantic, what beautiful, nostalgic music with shots like from the Skylab. <clears throat> Breathtakingly pure. What style. You can feel the heat inside the spaceship. But that wonderful music of Queen, all the Queen's music in this is wonderful. What a gifted group, what fabulous music. as if they're going through a kind of black hole, a vortex, a black hole. So we're not in the solar system. As we go towards Mongo. Strange object imaged in the imperial vortex. Stunning. What distance? Now parallel to Starfield Sigma 12, approaching. So you're beyond the Milky Way. In another universe, in another galaxy, Test for life and the heat, and the slight sweat on their faces, that these two people who are deeply in love go on this great adventure. See, the sea, of fire. sea of fire. What an image! And the lovely voice of Peter Wingard. Wonderful and expressive. Look at that, such simplicity. So a passage of time has taken place. Almost at the speed of light, you arrive in Mongo. A great first shot of Ming City. This is not a friendly place. So romantic. Wake up, Dale. Wake. We're okay. We're okay. And you've got those guys in the window We're looking the at you. Back home? I don't think so. Hello. We're from Earth. Friends. Again, you see the purity and simplicity. A flash. You can walk into anything with purity. Wherever He's, they are, it's clear they're highly developed. There is nothing dark sure about him. Reason with them. I love this. They're highly developed. They look like cretins, don't they? The humor of the film is wonderful. Mike Hodges all the time got an eye on humor. What is this? A civic reception? More like a police state. This is at Pinewood. Took six, eight weeks to film all these opening sections. All these reds. Red like Mars. Red. 
threatening. There is nothing. There is nothing peaceful about the set at all. Everything is threatening and aggressive and dangerous. And that's so simple. Red floor. Escape is impossible. Surrender. It's worse than anything in 1984. Let's not argue with it. Here, hold my hand. You want to reason with that? If it fails, I've still got a gun in my pocket. And Alex Raymond, when he conceived this, you know, must have been influenced a great deal by H.G. Wells. One life for billions. And they really are in trouble. The Ardentians on the left, all white, the Ardentians on the left. And here we come as the Hawkmen. John Hallam at the front there, and Carol alongside him as Biro with his broken nose. He was a rugby player. Then I suddenly appear. The lady's always loved my legs. <laughs> I don't know why. They always thought I had sexy legs. <laughs> shot. Here he comes, see? Watch the use of his hands as well. He has to hold the garment up. There's nothing worse than climbing stairs with a long garment. Then he drops it once he's up there. You can trip up. Classical actor. Master actor. Onella Muti, fantastic. What presence. The tributes of the Hawkman will be first. Are we dreaming? I'd like to think so. The fabled ice jewel of Phrygia. We seized it in battle from the royal crypt. Stop! The ice jewel is our tribute, not Voltan's. Marvellous and very effective, isn't it, Timothy Dalton? Just like Errol Flynn. Those wings of mine took half an hour to put on. Half an hour. Down your weapons. They actually built a perch for me. I couldn't sit on a chair because of the great wings. And all the camera crews would say, Pretty Polly, pretty Polly, pretty Polly. Always taking the mickey out of me. Lovely shot of my daughter suddenly. With different colours. You obey, or you sacrifice your daughter. Look how lovely, in reds and softness. Hail Ming. I restrain my whole performance at the beginning here. Now the tributes. Yeah, me looking like a caveman and. Timothy looking like Errol Flynn. Your Majesty. I always tried to persuade Peter Wingard not to we wear the gold mask. He, he'd had great success in the 60s in all those wonderful television series. 
And I said, have a marvelous makeup on your marvelous face. But he fell in love with the golden mask. I always thought that was a mistake. I thought Peter should have, his face should have been seen. Like his marvelous face or his marvelous face. Don't cover it. Throw yourself onto your sword. Oh, it's a sickly moment, eh? Sido is so still as Ming the Merciless. There's nothing you can do here. He can't, he can't kill him. To all the kingdoms of Mongol, death to Ming! It takes his time. See his fingers, he's using his fingers. He said, use your fingers, Max, use your fingers. Have you ever seen a man enjoy killing like that? As he makes, Ming just enjoys killing and the blue blood. Power does he love? This Ming is a psycho. Who said that? <laughs> the fair-haired prisoner. He again shows his purity with this first line. Uh, everyone was in love with Ornella Muti. Human but alien. Come along, Fellini. Fellini. <laughs> that little guy's Deep Roy. He barely made three feet hey. and he had his own film company. Big star. Owns his own film companies, Deep Roy. Who are you? Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. That's so pure. Live and let live. That's my motto. My name is Hans Zarkov. I'm a scientist. I kidnapped them here in an effort to save our planet Earth. There's deep room. Your body in the SK system, the satellite which has been giving you so much amusement recently. But why? We are only interested in friendship. Why do you attack us? Why not? Pathetic earthlings. Hurling your bodies out into the void without the slightest inkling of who or what is out here. If you had known Frightening this, because we send messages out into space all the time. There are wonderful beings out there who are evolved and kind and loving, I'm sure. But I'm sure there are also very, very nasty aliens out there. And we send out messages all the time. People like Ming. I'm sure exist out there. Dale, don't. Melody always found this very difficult to do. Because Dale is pure and loving, like Flash. And to become erotic is difficult. She had to be erotic yet still pure. Which I think she pulls off beautifully. Something that Ming's never seen. He's never seen the like of her before or Flash. 
you ever see such response? Yes. No, truly. She even rivals your daughter. I don't know, but it was pretty sensational. Remove the Earth Woman. Prepare her for our pleasure. Forget it, Ming. Dale's with me. Incredible bravery. He has no weapons. Beige trousers and a t-shirt. The American hero at its best. Terrific sequence, terrific choreography. And of course we, as, uh, as Voltan and my Hawkmen, you know, we don't like Ming at all. And inadvertently I start to help. I just dropped things in like that. Ad lib wasn't rehearsed. Are your men on the right pills? <laughs> Maybe you should execute that trainer. <laughs> and you actually you start rooting for him. You think he's going to win? We oh, do we love his bravery. <laughs> The deep roy long side up there, look. Like this. Now! 41! 42! Richard O'Brien in the background there with all the tree men. <laughs> so everyone starts to root for Flash. The legend grows. I don't think Ming's palace has ever had such fun. All its occupants have such fun. It's usually a solemn affair. Ah, to think that Zarkov is the one who knocks him out. Wonderful. And we're terribly sad about that. The man in the middle with me has got a broken nose. He's a rugby player. He played for England. Rugby league. What would your Prince Baron say? I can handle Baron. Please. Really, Aura, your appetites are too dangerous. I refuse. Guards, deliver the scientist to General Clytus for conditioning by the Imperial Secret Police. This one here has defied us before our subjects. We order him disposed of tonight by public execution. <laughs> this is... I look at the skies, you see, at the time you'd got Star Wars and the skies were black. It was the first time in a film that we had skies that were different colours. All this was done by aquariums and injections into aquariums. So you've got these strange skies in the background. 
This whole scene, I think, is a masterpiece. You can get the nostalgic music you had before the Sea of Fire at the beginning with a drum beat. Beautiful music, wonderful setting, wonderful colors, so alien. I demand to see the governor. This is so 1930s and heroic. She comes to see him, Dale, and she talks about her makeup, eye makeup. Total 1930s. Great direction, great style. Tell him to go to hell. Maybe just as well. Gas works more quickly on an empty stomach. Any final request? Yes. Let me see Dale right away. Oh, dear. How pathetic. Yes, I anticipated that. Beautiful voice. Beautiful performance as Clytus. Great actor, Wingard. You have until the sands run out. <laughs> Not very long. Inspired idea. Pathetic. Pathetic. She talks about her eye makeup in a minute. No kidding. You look great. With that nostalgic music yeah, again of Queen. I hope I remember the trick when I wake up. I'll be darned. That's exactly what I was going to tell you. What? This isn't happening, Dale. We're not here. It's just a bad dream. Oh, I agree completely. Why, we'll wake up any Lovely minute. there, the shots of the dwarf looking. So moving. Only next time I won't Beautiful just ask the your name. I'll walk over and talk to you. You promise? Promise. Isn't Cross any angle there really on Flash on Sam Jones oh, in which he does not look pure Flash. and heroic? What if it isn't a dream? Then you'll find Zarkov. You'll save the Earth somehow, and he'll get you home in the capsule. But what about you? Don't They're all hard. Flash. Oh, don't, don't, don't look at it. <laughs> He's only concerned about her. It won't turn over. His upward shots are so threatening. And their Ming's now in dark costume. There's this, again, wonderful nostalgic music. Look at that set. Look at the skies. Look at the blue and red. Look at those costumes of Donati. Look at it. It's the most wonderful tableau. Wonderful scene. The whole tapestry of the scene is masterful. And he's drinking green liquid, look. It's green. It's peppermint, actually. That bald, black head he has helmet. Great performance by this doctor. Did you enjoy yourselves on Sepharia? I understand you flew the doctor there last week. Clytus kindly fed me the information. Clytus? Mm -hmm. He wants me himself. His agents are always making up lies about me. Again, this marvelous music. Look 
kind of nakedness, this Adonis figure. Something out of kind of a Renaissance painting. Look at that. Pure heroism. is leaking from her eyes. Oh. It's what they call tears. It's a sign of their weakness. Because the doctor's in league with an Olemote, with Princess Aura. He's been her lover for the weekend. This will help you on your way. So the injection instead of speeding his death, is an antidote against the gas to save him. Very dangerous. And gas, the gas is so awful. Look at the color, mustard gas. It looks like mustard gas. I've experienced a little bit of mustard gas in my national service in the early 50s. Make your eyes run, but that is concentrated. Burn his blood. And yet, very pretty. But dangerous to go against me. A dangerous thing to do. His daughter's playing with fire. Then you get to black images. The dwarves were playing everything in this. Wonderful people, Rusty and all of them. Almost called Rusty, different names, Ginger. They're in that opening section with all those helmets on now. They're little Hi. black dwarves. I think the doctor's terrific in this scene. <laughs> you realize what happens to Wonderful me? lust. You won't be, I swear. I'm a fool for you all. <laughs> There we are. Siberia again. Same place, next weekend. I can hardly wait. <laughs> We've never seen such lust and comedic lust. Again, beautifully directed. The gentlest kiss, isn't it? No tongue, no deep lips, just a gentle kiss. Back from the dead. I've saved you. My God! How? By magic, of course. With a kiss, because I like you. Where's Dale and Zarkov? Don't worry about them. They're safe now. Quickly, put his uniform on before the lizard men arrive to bury you. Don't worry. I won't look. <laughs> There's mirrors I everywhere. Like Sam wears a new costume marvelously. Reminds me of Buster Crab in the early 40s films. His costumes look rather similar to this, of course, but in black and white. But Sam wears a costume marvelously. 
Prince Baron does anything I ask. God, that's Sarkov! Such a sinister scene with that ray and Ming moving up and down in black. Trust me. And they're going to empty it. What a speech this is. I visit it with mysteries, earthquakes, unpredicted eclipses, strange craters in the wilderness. If these are taken as natural, I judge that system. Ignorant and harmless. I spare it. But if the hand of Ming is recognized in these events, I judge that system dangerous to us. I call upon the great god, Dizan. Dizan. And for his greater glory. And our mutual pleasure. I destroy it utterly. You're saying... It's my fault. Earth is being destroyed. Precisely, Doctor. I thought it might amuse you to know this. Terrible cruelty of that statement. But he believes in a god. Proceed Ming dies in. A god of aggression, negation, cruelty. What are you doing to me? Oh, we're just emptying your mind. What? We are going to empty your Great mind. Great performance here. As we might empty your As Carla, Maria Angela Melato. Doctor, no. Don't empty do that. your mind. Please, I beg you. Magnificent performance. I spent my whole life. A scientist to, to lose his mind. How horrific. Imagine taking Einstein's brain out, emptying it. And that's what they start to do. It's the most cruel scene I've ever seen in a film. And yet there's humor. Quite suddenly you get humor from her and from Clytus when he talks about Hitler. A weird humor. You'll hear it in a second when he talks about Hitler saying he had promise. Hmm, now he showed promise. And it goes back to the womb. That's inspired. Mama, Mama. Papa and his mother. <laughs> but of course, he saves himself with several thoughts that he holds on to. Don't fill him with anything above level three. I doubt if the human mind could take it. I understand. Level three only. There's something I have to attend to. Will you be able to manage without me? I'll try. I'll return. Begin to reprogram. 
Continue to level six. Level six? I gave you an order. Program the subject to level six. Of course, those are Ming's orders. Ah, that horrible sound and then the ray. And then you cut straight to Rococo. Look at that sky again. Look at that rocket. It's a Rococo rocket. Isn't it? It's... Your left hand. It's almost like a piece of cake. Right does the altitude. And such simple gears. And use your fingers too. And the red colours. And the sky. And simple gears. Gently, darling. It's extremely sensitive. Wonderful music. Like me. And she's erotic, and yet What's it that? doesn't... It's doesn't destroy the film with being too erotic. There's even a purity in the now, eroticism of the film. The next moon rising. Every moon of Mongo is a kingdom. My Wonderfully inspired music. Constantly. Oh. It's a really brilliant strategy. Why don't they team up and overthrow him? Team up? All the way through this flash as a bubble of purity over his whole persona and body. Whatever anyone does to him, no one can really abuse him. His defense is purity. He has a clock inside that stops him from misbehaving. Wait a minute, Aura. Oh, Flash, I saved your life. So he's under threat. They're always under threat. Flash, even though he's been rescued, is under threat. And now she's under threat. Men have died to give her this green liquid again that Ming drinks, and now she must drink. This most erotic aphrodisiac you could possibly drink in the universe. Tay was always willing to try it, a taste of it. It's a thought amplifier. But only a taste. I'm going to think to Barry and tell him to expect us. Y you're kidding. Think to him? Of course. Don't you have telepathy on Earth? Hey, could I call Dale on this? If I showed you how, but I'm not going to. Please? Show me how to tune into Dale. Again, such purity, that of a child. Not childish, but a child. He's like Peter Pan at times. What are you doing? Are you mad? Let me go. We are diving into Phrygia. Pull her up. Just tune me into Dale. Okay. She loves him being masterful. She slightly tests him all the time. I love the cross just on her forehead there that appeared on the screen as a message came through to her cerebral cortex. She's not getting me. Don't use your mouth. Use your brain. Because she feels she's drunk or she's dreaming. I'm with you, Dale. Just concentrate hard and think to me. It's telepathy. Over. Can this be real? 
Wonderfully comical, but wonderfully moving, because she thought he was dead. Racing to Arborea to get help. Are you okay? Over? I'm locked in Ming's bedroom. Fake him out. How? Girls know how, Dale. It's been done to me. Fake him out till I get back. Over. It's too dangerous for you here. You can't come back. The drink has been erotic with her, and now war is being erotic with him. I get that. Think it again. Forget I thought it. It wasn't about you. Over. What? Hang up. I've got to go. Where? Someone's coming. We've got to stop thinking to each other. His Imperial Highness will be here very soon. Even small parts like this, I think everybody wanted to be in the film Flash Gordon. They felt it was something special. And it's a very nice performance from this young lady. Believe me, honey, that's quality stuff. I think it's Suzanne Danielle. Suzanne, I'm sure it is. Just once. Lovely performance. Live a little, huh? <laughs> Bottom set. What is your name? Hans Zarkov. Agent Zarkov. Number 2133 of the Imperial Anti-Insurgent Espionage Group. Hail Ming! Good. We've had so many red colors. And now we come to this arborean territory of the tree men. A wonderful contrast to the black of Ming's guards and his interrogators. You, you come to suddenly this subterranean tropical world. Six point four. I'll drop the flaps a little. Again, the red against the green. And the sounds again. Wonderful. Here he goes with his hands. Erotic feeling powerful. He really is up for it. And what a shock he's going to get. Max, about six foot four. Great Swedish actor. Plays heroes as well as he plays villains. A wonderful knight. With blonde hair he was in the seventh seal for Bergman. And here he is, erotic and evil. You! Wrong woman. So now the revolution starts. The film is not long, he gets a move on. Films shouldn't be too long. Look at the gold, you see, she's in gold. A gold set. Hey, over here. The guards are delightfully goonish. The true part is Ming. His guards are very substandard. 
The choreography is sensational. Which mm. rather reminds me of Star Wars when Princess Leia fires her gun. All the cards are robots, of course. This is an extraordinary section. Inspired. Inhuman. Alien. I've got her. Where? Section 409, Peter. Activate Agent Zarkov. You are quite convinced Zarkov is now conditioned. But certain beliefs have helped him to oh, keep his humanity. Dr. Zarkov, are you a sight for sore eyes? Easy, girl. Rest a minute. No, I can't rest. We've got to get out of here and join up with Flash. Flash? He's alive. I talked to him by telepathy. He went to Aboria to get us help. Aboria? Carla is so dangerous. Soldiers everywhere. What do we do? As dangerous as Clytus. Unseal the city. Allow to exit with Agent Zarkov. I think I can find a safe way out. Are you sure? No questions, dear. Just follow me. I have located Dale Arden. She's under the guidance of Agent Zarkov. But Flash Gordon is still alive. Alive! He was revived by a This is alive like I do as Voltron. We know this from the Earth Girl. What traitor? I have my suspicions, but I need your authority to pursue them my way. Stop at nothing. No matter to whom the trail leads. I said at nothing. It's suddenly extraordinary, this scene. It's so What's pagan. What a wonderful shot. That <gasps> vertigo, eh? Vertigo you feel on that shot. Again, it's the red against the different shades of green. The whole film is choreographed. The whole thing is a painting. The more it is shown, Flash Gordon, the more you see. There's rubber plants. I love the trunks. And then this is almost like a druid ceremony. And of course, extraordinary. John Osborne, the great playwright, good actor, playing the Arborian priest. And Richard O'Brien as Fico. I love initiations. <laughs> he loves initiations. There is John Osborne. This frightful. We all, people hate spiders and things that bite. And there's, of course, there's My Blue Peter. Now, do you recognize who that is? Into this world or the next. May Arbor guide you. It's our young friend, Duncan, from Blue Peter. Who's thrilled to bits to be in it. God, he was he was he was so excited to be in it. Peter Duncan. You'd want to put your hands in that, would you? 
wonderful, pulsating shots of this giant scorpion. Every actor, whoever, every extra is so thrilled to be in this film that they're in each shot. Peter, terrific actor, Peter, played all kinds of parts. I did The Wizard of Oz with him. I was a cowardly lion and he was a scarecrow. Terrific scarecrow. Marvellous dancer. <laughs> Green again. Way. Green bodies. Me the madness. Green blood. Hold him. They have green blood, these arboreans. Like the forest. This guy's going to help me. Stay. <laughs> Excellent dialogue. You came! I do sometimes keep a promise. It's interesting that Timothy used to Prepare say to me, how, no, not for me. Brian, I'm playing him right like Errol Flynn, romantic and dashing. Is that the thing to do? I don't know why they would always consult me. Yes, it works perfectly. Perfectly. Playing dashing like Errol Flynn. In the original film, he's rather a big bruiser. In the, in the black and white film, Prince Baron is played as a great big he-man. Big like Voltan and heavy. But he's contrasted very beautifully with me physically. No, Baron. I forbid it. If you kill Flash, you'll never have me again. What danger is there? In spite of all she does, Aura, underneath it all, she is capable of love and a love for Baron. But she's so naughty. She's so erotic and has such excesses. But underneath it all, she does love him. She just wants to play around. Does anyone ever trust her twice? <laughs> <laughs> so great dialogue. Isn't this great? Look at this. Isn't this marvelous? I started to recite Shakespeare. Shakespeare. The formulas of Einstein. Anything I could remember. That saved him. Shakespeare. Einstein. The Beatles. The base of our humanity. But here come my guys. And introducing the next Arborean scene. See, Dale's always under threat. And Sarkov's under threat. Let's all team up and fight him. Now he's under threat. Lower them into the swamp. Into the swamp. We can do it, Baron! These lizard people. Again, great music. The Descent. It's like the Descent into Hell. All those Tarzan films of the 30s were full of these swamps and creatures and lizards. The whole scene smells of carnivorous subterranean monsters. Your lover, is it's a scene that people object to, slightly. 
it, find it suspect. You left with a pilot and returned alone. That's just like noting on the bounty, I feel. It's acceptable. The Imperial surgeon who revived Gordon and his two. Violence, they keep a good eye on it. Your jealousy of me has made you mad. Seize the Imperial surgeon on suspicion of treason. You're mad! Prepare for torture! Confess! And we won't hurt you anymore. We don't like doing this at all. Never! My Angela Malato. Terrific actress. The boar worm. Oh, the... No! Not the boar Not worm. The boar worm. The boar worm reminds me of Room 101 in 1984. What in God's I'm name? The princess of the blood clitus. My father will have your head. What is the boar worm? And execute your whole perverted secret police force. I demand to see him. With pleasure. This is Ming at his worst. And he denies his own daughter. Father. The traitor is close to confession, Your Majesty. Should we stop the torture? No. Ming is so ruthless, he will even torture his own daughter. What do you expect of Ming's daughter? And there's lovely Richard O'Brien. I recently did Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with him. About three years ago, he was a child catcher. Wonderful. The Rocky Horror Show and all those things. But a devastating actor. Small part, but marvelously effective. I'm sorry, Flash. No, you're not. Get up. Look. I mean, that's Look. a Hawkman. Someone's that guy coming. playing that part, thrilled to bits he's got the part. Send him over. Hurry up. Hold on. It's no good, Flash. I can't hold on. Yes, you can. Go on. Francis Morn is a wounded Hawkman. Lovely cameo performance. That's the spirit. There's always hope. There's better than hope. I stole a key to this cage. We'll need weapons to cross the swamp. They're stored in the temple. Oh. You want to climb up with me? Hold on, Hawkman. We'll be right back. Nice confession. I commend you. Executor. Oh. Too kind. Or I will be banished to Phrygia the day after my wedding. One year in a cabin of ice will cool her blood. And then, who knows? Perhaps we will marry her to someone worthy of her treacherous nature. Your Majesty, how can I express my gratitude? Easily, Clytus. Get me Gordon and Baron. There go his hands again. What a dreadful man. To do that to your own daughter. Here we now approach, of course, my wonderful kingdom. Great sequence flying. Hundreds of people flew in this film because in Superman, it's one man, or in one of his films, three people. But in this, thousands of people had to fly. Isn't that a great shot? What an introduction. 
God, I was excited to have play the part of Votan. Look at my palace! I model my part. There's John Hallam as Luro. I model my part on a Charlie Chaplin character, a great big man who used to bend lampposts. With good heavy eye makeup. Indeed I do. You think she's safe, but they're always under threat. I goose her in this scene, she doesn't expect it. No one ever knew what I was going to do. <laughs> Watch me goose her in a minute. Yes, and Ming knows that too. So, by delivering you, I allay his suspicions. I gain time. Look at my lovely legs. Ming's not unbeatable. With all his men, he couldn't even kill Flash. Gordon's alive. That, I have to say, a million times a year throughout the world. It's become the famous line in the film, Gordon's alive! I promise you, I go into London, taxi drivers, greengrocers, everybody asks me continually to say, Gordon's alive! It's become the most famous line, I think, in filmdom. <laughs> Look at that wicked Richard. Do you know where you are? Up the creek. You're a red but only a tree man. against the green. A stranger in this temple must try. You wouldn't want the entire scene to be all green. That figures. See how tall he is. You came here of your own free will, Earthling. However, because of my word to order, I swear by the Timothy's great tall. God, Arbor, you can see how tall. Ma, you can see how tall Sam is. The beast lies somewhere in the stump. Brilliant casting. No way. I mean, people find this so sinister. Coward. Let's do it. You know, he's so fearless, but yet vulnerable. Must be my lucky day. You scared? What would Aura think of you now? I think the creature is really very sleepy at this point. The audience were positively cringing. As I say, there's such a fear of spiders and scorpions. But this one is so big and horrible. Your play. Things that go no. bumpity bump in the night. Creatures, Yours. creepy crawlies. Are you sure these are the rules? They've just been changed. <laughs> God! 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 
Death is certain, but only after tortured madness. How long? Hours, days, depending on your strength. Please, end it now. Tricked you, Barry! <laughs> Back off! One move and you're looking for a new prince. He's he would mine. never kill an unarmed man. I hunt him alone. Again, his purity. Again, great music. He goes through hell to save mankind. This particular scene now with a monster is particularly repulsive. <laughs> Dread of swamps. This is the blonde hair against the mud. The heroism. But where's his purity now? How can he survive this? You think, God, he is dead. I don't know. Our children thought he had died. But he is Flash Gordon. I'd watched Buster Crab in the 1940s films. It would be the end of the episode, you see. And what would happen? But it is great strength, his resilience. He would find something to hold on to. Colossal strength, colossal constitution, colossal power. But he's always in danger. He must always be in danger. Danger from Baron, danger from me. And he's in danger again. Now that's not anything that David Attenborough's ever seen, is it? He's never seen anything as ugly as that. My God. One grave you won't be returning from. Voltan wants a word with you, Baron. Wonderful. And now we cut to this extraordinary darkness again. You get the Hawkmen with Flash Gordon and Baron. And then you feel the power of the Imperial fleet as Clytus wakes up. What's our arrival time at Valton's kingdom? Estimating 16. Wake me when it's in sight. Yes, sir. It's amazing that you think you would never sleep. And back to that wonderful palace of mine, the blues. You sell us to me. Oh, come on, Baron. Do you expect mercy here? Do you like my parrot's beak? If I were captive in your I would remind you of Article 17 of Ming's law. No prince of Mongo taken captive shall be offered for ransom without first being given the right of trial by combat. 
Is there such an article? I'm afraid there is. What a damn nuisance. Hmm. Yes, and, uh... Who do you choose to fight? Him. I'm convinced I can beat anybody, but he doesn't choose me. Chooses him. This place is a lunatic asylum. I wonder where we're being taken now. I'm calculating. What? Time remaining before the moon crashes on Earth. I'd say, very roughly, 14 hours... And suddenly there's and great hope. Oh, and you forget for a second that they're all prisoners. I seem friendly, but I'm not. Voltan's very cheerful. He likes people who are in love. Me too. But he is barbaric. I find a mixture of being kind and loving. See? Suddenly very tough. They're more in trouble here than they were in Aboria. Much more in trouble. My kingdom is dangerous. The Hawkmen are fierce. Let the combat begin! To the death! Completely that image is the image I have of this man in the Charlie Chaplin film. As I say, I base my character on him. He belt he used to bend lampposts. Huge man. And I base my character on him. 1930s style. This is a brilliant fight. No, they didn't use stuntmen. This is this is the whole choreography is done by them. They worked it out. And those have very hard plastic spikes, and they come up. It took three days to film, and they were brilliant. Because I find it all so tame. Look at the sky underneath. If you fall, you fall into space, tilting it. He's tilting it. <laughs> like a child. They're very barbaric, the people who live in Ming's kingdom. There's nothing worse than a whip. But as I say, they did this fight. No stuntmen. Both great athletes. Good going, eh? Look at that. I mean, terrific. Look at that. Look at that. Those are hard. Those are very hard plastics. Not soft rubber. I don't know how they did it. They received applause after applause from us. We clapped them all day for their brilliance. Wham! That's the most impressive fight. The dark hair of Tim, the blonde of Flash. Now he has no whip. Flash! 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 I love you! But we only have 14 hours to save the Earth! Another famous line. A wonderful line. Sound of the build-up of the music. Dino Laurentiis adored this scene. He loves the end, the heroic, when they join hands. 
and combined to decide to fight Ming together, this heroic moment that's coming up. Dino Laurentiis just adored it. He found it very moving, and they shake hands at the end. Kill me, you'll team up with Voltan and fight Ming. Because <laughs> Voltan's never liked Baron. They're real sworn enemies. Take my hand. Come on. You've won. Let him go. Come on. You can do it. That's it, Prince. This completely mystifies Voltan, my character. What is this? Humanity. Madness! Humanity. Wonderful music. Great heroic moment. Two men join together. Laurentus loved this. His favorite moment in the film. Where you go. I follow. Listen to me! Listen! There is something finer in this galaxy than Ming's law! Rubbish! <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> and here comes the power, the Imperial fleet, that even my Hawkman cannot take them on. They're so powerful. I've got Hawkmen, but I've only got one city. My Hawkmen are vulnerable. This guy, Clytus, under Ming, rules the universe. You can't fight the Imperial fleet. Agent Zarkov, you will be liquidated for treachery. Valtan! You will surrender these fugitives at once, or the Imperial fleet will blast your kingdom to atoms. Blast me to atoms. Step forward, Baron. Address me as Prince Baron. No longer. Princess Aura, under our persuasion, has implicated you on a charge of high treason. You're under arrest. A prison ship will be here shortly to take you away. You tortured Aura. An interesting girl. I think she found it rather enjoyable. Titus. Hmm? Oh, he's dead. Peter Wingard didn't want to die. He wanted to go on into the next series of films. He thought he'd be a great famous character. But the director that day insisted he should die. I said, I'm not going to die. Up to that point, I died in every film I'd been in. I said, I'm not, I'm not going to die, so he died. You brought down destruction of my kingdom! No, Voltan! You have shown us the way. Killing Clytus, we're really in trouble. Against the Imperial fleet? Against the Imperial fleet? We can't possibly defeat them. We'll take them by surprise. We can do it, Voltan. My duty is to protect my Hawk people! Protect my Hawk people. I'm a reluctant hero. Impossible! There's already much more than we can carry. You're leaving us to die. You know Ming's law, Baron. Outside his own kingdom, the hunter becomes the hunter. Traitor! Save your breath, Baron! Evacuate! Fly!
Dale, help me pull these down. Flash. We'll make parachutes and jump to our borea. Flash, it must be He's 50 miles down. He's we'll simplified here. Yeah. Parachutes. The body reaches maximum velocity within a few hundred feet. We'll need some rope. Here. What is that? Come on. It's Ming. He'll blow us to atoms. We must stop him. Blast them? Not yet. Send down a shuttle. Bring back Baron Zarkov Daylight. And Gordon? No, leave him there. Prepare my Imperial Lander. I think it's David Neal, yeah, playing Ming's captain. I've got other plans for you. I can imagine. It's a great scene of temptation. You want to destroy me? I have to. Could you resist Ming the only way to save in this scene? What if I granted you a kingdom? How long and thin what? he is. Look at his helmet and his hands again. Ming the Merciless. Ruler of the universe, here and now, offers Flash Gordon a kingdom of Mongo to rule over as his own. You're crazy. Why would you do that? Because I've never before met your like. And that's true. You're a hero. Don't you see that? Who better than you to rule a kingdom? Your moon is drifting very close now. The blackmail. Might come within hours. Listen to the blackmail. But he does admire Flash. I could. Everyone will be saved? Yes. And no. <sighs> After the earthquakes and tidal waves, they won't be quite the human beings you remember. They'll be more tractable. <laughs> easier for you to rule. In the name of Ming. You mean slaves? Let's say... They'll be satisfied with less. <laughs> Wonderful lines. Great script. What about Dale? Dale. We have decided to marry her. She's exceptional. We will breed with her and send our imperial progeny back to populate your earth. Terrible. You really prefer death to a kingdom? I'm disappointed. I'd much rather see you on my side than scattered into atoms. Great acting. But Great shot. As you wish. Purity. We shall return to the Imperial Rocket. Leave the Earthling here. As opposed to Ming's darkness. The light and the dark, that scene, full of blackmail. Full of seduction. And he prefers death to being corrupted. Beam another blast. Murderer. And that's my kingdom being blasted to pieces because they killed Clytus. He's in a hell of a lot of trouble, and so am I. I've lost my kingdom. I'd love to have one of these, wouldn't you? One of these rocket cycles. Great. Look at that.
Great stuff. Great shot. Look at that. They're so busy watching the palace being destroyed, they don't see it. Then back to Aboria. They were brave creatures, Voltan. Shut up! With respect, the man who rid us of Clytus should not be deserted. Will you shut up? My so. costume is very like a Viking. It's a Viking helmet. I had it over again. Then fight! But there's no John way Hallam I can help is great. Let's look. But I'm coming round. This is the famous line. Uh, this is Voltan. I read you. Where are you? Flying blind on a rocket cycle. Flying blind on a <laughs> rocket cycle? <laughs> uh, we are in Aboria. I'll send you a homing beam. Thanks, Voltan. Hey, for what it's worth, Ming's got Dale, Zarkov, and Baron. I see. My thanks to you. Yeah? What for? Well... <laughs> for giving a dumb old bird a second chance. A dumb old bird? Over the homing beam. <laughs> dumb old bird. Wonderful line, isn't it? Reluctantly, I've become a hero. Because now again she thinks Flash is dead. Don't touch me! Oh, oh, oh. oh, you! No, I'm a prisoner too! Damn Mongol person! Again? You couldn't have a truth to save They both did this. It wasn't stunt people. Dale, stop! I'm going to be exiled in the morning! Liar! Ah. Oh, yeah. You liar! Delightfully, purely sexy. As a Harai Goshi, that's a good throw. A Tominagi, a stomach throw. Is this another trick, Aura? Is this a trick? Suffering, which I think is interesting, has reduced Aura to being honest and pure. Unloving. For the first time. I never knew what my father was. She never knew it. Until he let Clytus put the boar worms on me. She's got enormous courage. Great guts. But I don't trust you. You have Ming's blood in your veins. You'll be cozying up with them again in the morning. Not if you give him this. It's deadly poison. My father always drinks a power potion before he makes love. Drop this into his glass tonight. I can't, Aura. She can't. I gave your father my word of honor. What word? To try and be a good wife. If he'd spare Zarkov and Baron. He vowed he would. My father has never kept a vow in his life. I can't help that. Keeping our word is one of the things that make us better than you. <laughs> Wonderful life. I won't comment on that. Your joyous time has come. Follow us. Have you ever heard a line, your joyous time has come? Have you ever known a line be given so unjoyously as that? <laughs> Lovely performance. Great cameo performance. Great shot, of course, is terrific. There's no sky. Look at that long shot down the avenue of cliffs. Great shot. General Kala, 
Leon Green, great! As the Colonel General Gala. Ain't that a great shot? As she moves down. Oh. Look at her walk. She walks beautifully. Then you cut back to colour and light. And heroism. Then to red and darkness. Ajax. What a lovely name for a rocket. The great legendary hero Ajax from the Trojan Wars. It's called Ajax. Rockets are always called after the Greeks, aren't they? After the Greek heroes. And there it goes. So simple. Image of Ajax coming out. Charge the boosters. Smashing performance here from the captain. Such power. Flash Gordon in range, Captain. Fire! Shall we go in after him, Captain? No. Reduce velocity. Wonderful. Look at. Oh, oh there they are. Hundreds of guys that day. Stuntmen, actors, playing Hawkman. It took six weeks to film all these sequences. Six weeks. Look at those shots. Man alive, isn't that great? And they're all flying. A, a Superman, just one person in the Superman films, or two or three people. But 2,000 people were involved in the flying. It took six weeks. All those people. And I had all the lines, okay, a big strain on my body. I had to have extra wires on my body, uh, particularly around my privates. I could have ended up with a very high-pitched voice. People were fainting in these shots with the strain of it over the weeks. They would faint. You couldn't have lunch. You'd have, you, you, you know, you'd have a heart attack because of the pull of the wires in your chest and arms. Look at that shot! Over I mean, 2,000 Hawkmen, look at that, what an amazing shot. Weeks and weeks and weeks of filming. Squadron 40! I invented that line. I invented a lot of my lines. I made it a bit like Henry V. I love it. Imagine having my own theme, Voltan's theme, Voltan! Look at that! I love this choreography as a rocket comes round. Great editing, great direction. Look at that! Isn't that a marvelous shot pulling round against the clouds and the Hawkmen? Oh man, that'll never be bettered. Terrific stuff. These lines became as famous as Gordon's Alive. Second wave dive. Because when I landed with my, when eventually I did land, 
I put in, because uh, it's made of cardboard, my, my bazooka, and I kept putting all the kind of sounds in. They said, cut, Ryan, cut, cut. We put in the special effects, Brian. I've never felt such a tit in all my life. I'm allowed to say that, tit, yes. I, I felt such an idiot, because I, I kept putting the sound effects in, because I couldn't hear all these sound effects. So I put them in myself. No, Brian, we put in the special effects. You'll see me land in a minute. And I had to make him very powerful, Voltron. So I virtually knocked people out like John Wayne. They got all these ray guns, and I just thumped them with my beak, which I carry, and my fists. That made me strong. Remember that if you make a film. Let people have lots of weapons. Hero's hit! I'm going in after him! Oh, well, who wants to live forever? <laughs> That's another line I invented. <laughs> I, told him this, I told him here, Bureau, to say, I'm winged. It'll bring the house down. Flash will say to are you right, Bureau? And he shouts back, yeah, they just wing me. So I land here. This is when I put in my special effects with my voice. <laughs> See, I use the beak, but then I just use my fists, which makes you very powerful. What? See, John Wayne, right. Bong on top of the head. See, that makes you strong. Much better than using a weapon. Oh, <laughs> Gee, I enjoyed myself. I ran to the studios for this scene. Here he goes with his line about being winged. I told him to say it. Hero, hold on, I'm coming! Hero! You all right? They just winged me. They just winged me. <laughs> I told him to say that. Look at my face there. That's just straight from a Charlie Chaplin film, that face. See, it's difficult when you're carrying cardboard weapons not to put put the sounds in yourself. I put this... I shoot this guy and I went... And I was told off. Full velocity, all drives. What fun, eh? But it was no different from my childhood. I used to do this as the boy when I used to watch the black and white Flash Gordon. I was a boy again, just like when I was about eight years of age. It's strange and nostalgic, that scene. You know, I have enjoyed this film more than any other film I've ever done. All channels will display for your entertainment. The execution of the traitors, Barin and Zarkov. I love the sounds of this, don't you? Pick that up, would you?
Tell me more about this man, Houdini. Great line. This is it, Zarkov. At least it'll be over quickly. Scanner malfunction. Area 77 Delta. Under repair. Love the music, the build-up slowly, that marvelous McQueen. What sensational music, eh? Sensational stuff, eh? Oh, it's okay. I think I can work it out. Great stuff. Will you marry me? I don't know. We'll try. Blake's music, Queen, Prime May, Freddie Mercury, Roger Taylor. Terrific work by them. Gilbert Taylor, just terrific stuff. Look at that shot. What editing by Malcolm Cook. Great editing. All right, everybody. Take off. Form into a battle stream behind the rocket. Flash and me bail out when the shooting starts. And Biro, remember to keep your head down. See him in your city, Prince. Yes, with luck. <laughs> I did this in one Ash. take. When he did it once. What are you setting there? That's how long Earth has left, according to Zarkov. Minutes and seconds. Level with me, Voltan. Will this do it? Yes, no doubt. There's a lightning field across the entrance. When this baby hits it, boom! <laughs> All the fuel and everything, it'll blow that field dead. My Hawkman, fly right in. Come, let's hear what Mingo City's saying. <laughs> That's inspired, isn't it? Oh, my it? God. <laughs> of course, I'd never heard that before in my life. I, I did that scene in one take. There were so many fires burning. I remember I drew the lottery just before we did it, and Dino Laurentiis won all the money. We had a lottery every week, and Dino Laurentiis always won it. I'd just drawn the lottery, then we did that scene. One take. I love that. Ajax returning. With Gordon's body? I presume so. She's terrific. Communications are off for some reason. Are they in the proper approach? Look at this movement. A stillness and a movement. Open fire. On Ajax, General? Open fire! All weapons! Now! Charge the lightning field! I take personal responsibility in the Emperor's name. Great performance. Attention, all wedding guests. <laughs> there is no cause for alarm. <laughs> no the city's weapons are being fired in, in continuous, continuous salute, in honor of his imperial majesty. There go his fingers again. There go his fist. His whole performance came from his fingers. Great shot. This really was hairy. All these flames. Lura got third-degree burns on his leg. Are you crazy? The fire's too heavy. You know we'll never make that opening with nobody at the wheel. Oh, come on, you'll be blown to pieces, Flash. It's suicide. No, a rational transaction. One life for billions. Come on, you'll be destroyed. You loony bird. Get out of here. They need you on the ground. You loony bird. Get out of here. They'll need you on the ground. Goodbye, Flash. It's been 
I know. For me too, Vulcan. Telltale! I know it would have been good. That must be one hell of a planet you men come from! That must be one hell of a planet Not you men come from. It actually the line was that must be one hell of a planet you guys come from. That's that's too American, so I changed it. Great scene. Now I become Henry V. Great heroic stuff. Complete Lawrence Olivier and Henry V. Freeze, you bloody bastards! <laughs> you bloody bastards! Says bastards! I can't believe it. Says bastards! I can't believe it. Grab an image of one of those agents. Great shot. They all die. Says sad. And of course, her, she is. Absolutely. Her whole G'day, body's full of black blood. So Flash is going to his certain death six. Look at the black blood. <gasps> so she's really a robot. I never quite worked out what she is, but covered in black blood. So I said to Tim, make him like Errol Flynn, Tim. You're quite right. He kicks, he uses a, a machine gun in a second and then kicks it aside quite heroically, just like Errol Flynn. Watch him do it in a minute. Lovely style. There it is. He uses that, then kicks it aside. Very gallantly. Watch the movement. What? Kick? Yeah. Very heroic. Now, the priest here is played by Philip Stone, a Yorkshireman, a contemporary of mine. He plays Zogi, the high priest. He died a short while ago. A tremendous actor, yes. Philip. You promise to use her as you will? Certainly. Not to blast her into space? Until such time as you know. <laughs> I do. Because he forgets the ring. I love it. I love it that in, in a couple of minutes the Earth will be destroyed. So heroic. The guy can go through blood fire to save the earth. Wonderfully heroic. Recite up to me, Your Majesty. With this ring. Staggeringly heroic. Ring. Ring. <laughs> You'll be executed after the ceremony, that's for sure. Recite up to me, Your Majesty. <laughs> With this ring. I the wet. Great editing. Cut straight back to flash. 45 seconds. Freeze! Deactivate the lightning field. Ah! 
love it. That is, it's going to spear Ming, the front of the rocket. I watched him die, you know, on a Friday afternoon with all the dwarves sat around me behind the camera drinking tea and cakes. I watched him die with a rocket through his stomach, going, oh dear, that must be painful, with all this green blood coming out. He could hardly keep his face straight. Straight through him. What a way to... Straight through him. Wonderful. What? I was in behind the camera with all the dwarfs, with all this green blood coming out of him. We were going, drinking tea. Oh, that must be painful. <laughs> he tried to keep his face straight. Shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> God, it was fun, this film. They've <gasps> saved the Earth. The game's lost, Ming. Stop your attack on Earth and I'll spare your life. You pitiful fool. My life is not for any Earthling to give or take. Your power's fading, me. Wonderful vulnerability of Ming here. No one knew what to do now. When this, when this threatening machine comes forward... Look out! And he said, I know what I'll do. We debated it for 20 minutes. I'll jump up in the air and go, hey! Long live Flash! You've Watch him do one. it. Watch him do it. Have a nice day. Yeah! Yeah! It was inspired. It was so simple. We couldn't work out to end the scene. But Sam's purity. That was hell walking down there. Walking downstairs with those bloody wings. They were so solid they used to throw me off balance. I almost took a header into the crowd below. We appoint Voltan, general of our armies. From this day on, let every breed of Mongol live together in peace. Will we ever get out of here, Hans? I don't know, but we'll try. We certainly invite you all to stay. What do you think? I'm a New York City girl. It's a little too quiet oh, around here Oh, great scene, eh? Eh? Aren't they terrific? What a cast, eh? What a cast. That's the greatest inspired this, isn't it? Look at this. Hey, thanks with Voltan's theme. What an end. Ah, oh, isn't that inspired? Man, it brings tears to my eyes. I thought the whole film is a masterpiece. And here for the sequel is The Ring. I don't know why we didn't do the end.
The sequel is going to be on Mars. We were all going to go to Mars. Flash Gordon on Mars. But what a, a marvellous film. What style, 1930s style. Brilliant direction, brilliant music, choreography, the sets. Terrific stuff. Look at there, William Chronic did such wonderful second unit work. And, and action there, Bill Hobbs, great. And Roy Scammell did so much work on the choreography and the fights and so forth. Terrific combination of so many talents, so many stuntmen. And all those gorgeous dwarfs, wonderful dwarfs. I mean, yeah, what are their names? Tiny and Mike and, and John and Rusty and Richard. Mike, you know, they were, you know, and Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker was one of those dwarfs who was R2-D2 in Star Wars. He was one of the dwarfs. They, I mean, the cast was, was, was enormous. But terrific music. Well, they're going to do it again. But I wish they'd leave it alone. I pretended to be Voltan as a child. I went to all those shows and saw Buster Crab as a marvellous Flash Gordon, but I think Sam is perfection. I think this film is as near perfect as you can get it. Because as I said, because it's 1930s style. It is spot on. They will never. They'll do Flash Gordons, but none will equal this for purity and brilliance. And for, for perfection of style, it's unbeatable. That's what I think. After all, Gordon's alive! <laughs> oh well! Who wants to live forever? <laughs> Squadron 40, dive!